from my blog where I've been so unabashedly myself. And that is the one deal that I have. You know, I have to be able to look back on that and say that it was whether I'm absolutely mortified by what a post from last week or last year or whatever, whatever emotion that I attach to that, as long as that emotion is underrooted by authenticity. Welcome to Darken the Page, a podcast for lovers of writing and the creative process. And now, here's your host, Dave Buda. Welcome back to Darken the Page. Today's episode is with Laura Jane Williams. And this is personally one of my favorite episodes because I really got a ton out of this for myself. She is a successful blogger and when I mean successful blogger, I mean she really makes all her money off writing. And so we talk a lot about blogging. It actually reignited my love for blogging. Um, she also is a freelance writer for Thought Catalog. She's writing a book that's coming out um, in, this year. And she writes at a website called superlativelyrude.com. But she's actually she's quite nice. She's not that rude. Um, so I hope you really enjoy this interview. Uh, make sure you go to darkenthepage.com slash 026 um, for show notes. Head over to superlativelyrude.com to check out what she's doing. And make sure to rate and review on iTunes if you enjoy it. Here's the episode. Welcome back to the show. I am here with my new friend here in Bali. I keep saying that a lot of episodes. I'm saying new friend in Bali, but it's true. Bali's a friendly place. It's true. Um, and I've got a lot of different accents in the show, which is really nice. Thanks to Bali in the mm-hmm. co space here. Um, this is Laura Jane Williams, and Laura is a blogger, and she is fantastic. And actually, you know, in episode 19, we had uh, Carolyn on, mm-hmm. and Carolyn said, "You've got it." She says, "You've got to talk to Laura." Laura, she's, <laughs> she's been just killing it lately. And then I see you working in the corner, and I see you just like furiously, yeah, just going like you're like business. a hungry dog on your laptop. All business. And you're like screaming and moaning and like gnashing teeth. Yeah, fur so, everywhere. Fur everywhere. So I thought, well. Um, you know, if I can handle it, maybe have her on the show. There you go. Um, that would be brave fun man. And hear a little about your process. I mm-hmm. also, I want to say, I'm a little partial partial to bloggers. I really, right. I love, I writing and uh, being a writer and a blogger has kind of been like this process of like coming out of the closet for me in a way. Okay. Like I I've been writing and blogging for six or seven years mm-hmm. just on different platforms I, I've switched it around but I've just been writing and writing and writing and right. and I've also been uh, coaching you know and doing some life coaching and just different stuff mm-hmm. but I never really only recently I decided okay like what I really love at the end of the day, I just love blogging mm-hmm. I love having a blog and you know uh, serving an audience and then mm-hmm. you know having that also be a part of how I make a living and different right. things like that I just absolutely love that yeah and I would see guys like you know uh, like Leo from Zen Habits or like mm-hmm. Mark Manson and I'd see these guys and I'd be like I like if if I were to choose a life right now yeah I would want that give me what they got I don't necessarily want to be like a famous personality I don't necessarily want to be like I'll, you know have my life coaching practice just you know make me six figures and then I have like 
10 clients and that's fine. Or, okay. I don't know. I just, there was something about what they did that was so awesome. Yeah. It was so exciting. It's intimate and real and authentic and yeah. yours. It's so personable, I think. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's so yours, right? Yeah. Even like I, you know, I use WordPress and I edit everything myself. The whole site built site, even though it's ridiculously simple, which is the way right. I like it. But I own everything. Mm-hmm. And there's something really awesome about that. So mm-hmm. I want to say that I'm happy to have you and talk about blogging. Great. Uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, anyways, um, so give me a little overview on like kind of what you've been up to blogging wise and that kind of thing. Okay, well, um, I'm from superlativelyrouge.com, which, like you, it's a. How did you come up with that name? Um, two things. So, uh, superlative is most, right? So you can be taller than Bob, you can be thinner than Bob, or you can be the tallest and the thinnest, the mostest. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's everything that I'm, uh, that I'm about. Um, it used to be that I was about being the most rude. Uh-huh. Um, I very much had, I suppose when it boils down to it, like a sexual element, you know, I started blogging in my early 20s mm-hmm. and, you know, I was a newly single woman and so all of those stories would come like out. Ridiculous dates and that kind of thing. Yeah. Right, and beyond. That's and a I really popular, like, adventures of the single girl kind of thing, right? Right, yeah. right, right. Well, because for so long I don't think... You know, single girls really had a voice, and then on the back of something like Bridget Jones, and then that snowballs into yeah, you know, in Sex in the yeah. City, and then girls, yeah. and da 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 da. You know, finally, it's okay to be a twenty-something yeah. woman with an opinion. That's true. Yeah. Um, I suppose one of the downfalls of being an early twenty-something woman with an opinion on the internet uh-huh. is that it stays there. And now I've evolved, and I'm less about being superlatively rude and more about just being superlatively authentic. Okay. Uh, but the name has stuck. Yeah. And we'll just go with, you know, my whole my whole thing is being the est, the mostest. Uh-huh. I think well, I think superlatively rude is very it's exciting. I mean it makes me it makes me think, okay, this person is going to say something. Right. Which right. if you're not saying something as a blogger, like fuck that. I mean seriously, well, right? You know, it's like Yeah. Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? Right. You know? yeah. But it took me, like I say, seven or eight years I've had superlatively rude. I've been blogging since 2007. I think 2008 was like the incarnation of my site now. It's probably mm-hmm. taken me until about 18 months ago to really identify what it was that I was trying to say. And I think that's something interesting that I've got no, yeah. no doubts that will kind of unfold is that idea of writing yourself into your voice. Mm-hmm. Totally. The I only didn't, way to do it. Right. I didn't set out saying, okay, this is... Or there's a quiz for $5 you can take online. I think you can find that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What well, as you got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you had to crystallize what you discovered 18 months ago, what would you say? And maybe you've already said it, but what, what is that that you discovered? Um, now, what I identify with um, is telling stories about being a human, because we all are one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Um, what's endemic now in my generation amongst my people is we all think somebody else has got the answers and they don't. Mm -hmm. And so the stories about being human that I tell are based around the notion that none of us is fucking up like we think we are. Mm -hmm. We're all fine, Mm -hmm. you know, and we just need that reassurance. And so um, I don't have the answers, but I will describe my own personal narrative to reassure other people that they are valid and worthy of that narrative you know yeah yeah well I th- that's i feel like that is the modern personal development 
you know, whereas maybe in like the 80s, you had these guys that were kind of untouchable, you know, and that right. was like that was the, they would teach on a high, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. this is what you should do. But I've never been there. Like, right. that's crazy. <laughs> and then now you have this whole new generation of people who get that, you know, they have they have the same heart. They have the mm-hmm. same desire to in, to like really inspire people and to mm-hmm. lift them up. Mm-hmm. I think we've just evolved our methods to see that right. if I can just say, hey, I've been there. And yeah. the first thing somebody tells me their problem, like, dude, I get that, man. Yeah. Wow. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. with my wife too. Whatever. Like, if I can, if I can come from that place, it's just gonna help them more. Yeah. So it's like I'm not any more humble than like Tony Robbins. I just, it's like I'm sure I, I just have a different method. Yeah. Like I don't totally. particularly like sharing my shit, but I just really like helping people more. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think. Uh, you know, if we use the example of back in the 80s, dot, 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 you know, it's the internet. It's the internet that's done that. Yeah. Um, has uh, kind of the democracy of, of voice. Everybody can have one now. Yeah. It costs nothing for a blogger template to, right. to set something up. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, there's this huge backlash around social media and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of these people pretending to be something they're not. My experience of the internet you know capital t capital i Uh is that there is nowhere to hide yeah you know why is the t capitalized the internet the The internet (laughs) (laughs) i thought thought the last t in the word internet was capitalized and i was like is that break it down for me what's that is this like a stylized thing that was a really important question the the internet got it capital t for the um yeah you know you have to be telling your story authentically because you will get found out yeah full stop yeah um <laughs> actually i recently got my first hate forum Ooh. dedicated to superlatively rude hate forum yeah so awesome. there exists i know <laughs> like there is it superlatively nice what's the hate forum like what do they say <laughs> well exactly You're this like, is clearly the thing. i'm rude what, do you, what, what more could you hate like what dude um so there is a website dedicated solely to um taking bloggers down and it's a i blog, was though. It's uh, <laughs> right. There you right, go. Like, what? What is a blog but a website? It's, so. <laughs> it's a website. Does it take down websites? That take down other websites. Very meta. Okay, whatever. Very meta. Yeah. But um, yeah. So this website exists, and there's all different forums on there, depending on which website or blog you hate that day, and you can go talk shit about what's these the people. Na- what's, do you want to even plug it? No. I, okay. Fuck no, it. I don't. I mean, no. I'll, I'll ask you afterwards because right. I want to check it out. There you okay. go. Okay. So um, I was getting all of this traffic to Superlatively Rude. And I was like, wait, what? This is great. Where is this? Who's bigging me up here? And it was a page on this website, a a forum on this website dedicated to who the hell does she think she is? You know, what's this? What's that? Da, da, da. And what that taught me, aside from the fact that you're nobody until somebody hates you, like, guys. nobody until somebody (laughs) belongs about you. All right. <laughs> but like they had gone through my Instagram archives and mm. somebody like two days ago had linked to a photograph on Instagram from seven months ago. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't telling my authentic real story, you know, that would mean something a lot different other than the fact that like it was some selfie that I had taken in the mirror with some caption about how I never want to have a nine to five life again. That's I, what they were hating you on? And that's what they were hating me on. What were but they saying? Um, 
well, you know, I just want health insurance and yeah, it'd be really good to wear yoga gear all day. It was like, you're not even saying anything. Uh, Why have you gone? You know, they I went to Instagram. I mean, come on. Right. right. It just, it blows my point is were you in bali maybe is that why they were like there your picture of you in no bali this was taken in the dorms of the university of essex when i was teaching english to some chinese students there yeah. like it was a nothing photograph yeah but my point is did you have yoga pants on that um i was wearing shorts and i had i had the audacity to put my hand on my hip to to make my thighs look thinner and apparently that was just a terrible thing to do okay, okay. um well then they have a point right right <laughs> like what the hell um <laughs> my point is that um being online being authentic telling your truth um th there's no escape from that so back in the day you know maybe you didn't have to experience something to be be an expert on it but mm -hmm. in this day and age people have got the time and the resources to comb through your history to comb through your story to you know take for as democratic as the internet is i've got my space this space that doesn't like me mm -hmm. exists you mm -hmm. know and and that's perfectly fine i agree with their right to be able to say whatever they want even if i don't agree with that what they're saying yeah. you know I mean, what you're saying about there's no you're nobody till somebody hates you is so fucking true. I mean, really, that's like. Do you have like, any firsthand experience? I with don't. That? I'm I'm sitting here envious <laughs> of you because yeah. I don't have anybody, and I'm trying. So go. my my web my blog is Buddhism.com as you've been yeah. to it, and many times. I'm I'm trying to offend people. Like I I started my own fucking religion. I mean, it's not really my own religion, but I'm kind of like jabbing at that a little yeah. bit. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna be like checking that website. Maybe you could put up a hate thing on that website. Do you want me, me to make, make me feel start better? the trend? There you go. Um, there you go. But wait, so you got a lot of traffic from that? Oh, huge amounts. And I, I feel like oh, I should see. I feel like why not go onto that website and then write a, have a fake account and then write like you know some shit about yourself but yeah by it's it's like you're essentially like let's say that my blog was all, all about people the people that i resonated with were like really religious let's mm -hmm. say like really mm -hmm. fundamentalist christian mm -hmm. and i said this 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 blog uh this blog sucks because it's so uh like i i bashed it in the opposite way mm -hmm. to get the people to come that would actually right. like it right is that can we are we is this brilliant or what i mean you might be onto something because well and then also... Any news is good news. Any news is good news. But the amount of traffic that... Yeah, the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about, right? Yeah. Right. So um, it sent through all of this traffic, but the traffic was uh, disproportionate to the number of comments on this forum. Uh -huh. The comments have actually kind of petered off. I addressed the comments on uh -huh. my blog, and I yeah. was like, this is bullshit, you know. Yeah. I'm going to say what I want to say, and yeah. Instagram what I want, Instagram whatever. But the uh, the comments were uh, in disproportion to the traffic it was sending, which only leads me to conclude that people came to the site after reading it. about it and fucking liked it. Of course. So exactly. <laughs> Dear the haters. Ching. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe this goes along with other theories of mine. Maybe Go on. that site was actually made by a web uh, by a blogging lover who yeah. knew that the best thing for a blog was to have people hate it so it polarizes the fans. How do you know it wasn't even me that yes. started it? I'm going to go check this website out and I'm still not going to plug it because fuck that. All right? Right. Yeah. There all you right. go. For all 10 people listening to this, they will not go to that <laughs> website. We, we win. Um, awesome. So 
how how tell me about your posting schedule on this blog has it always been uh you've had consistency what have you been doing right um so when i started out i um had no idea about nothing i saw some of the big mm-hmm. guns doing it the big guns in the mommy blogging world is pretty much what was my mommy inspiration blogging. yeah like oh, wow. uh do you know um heather b armstrong of deuce.com okay as no. a blogger she is like the reference point for breaking the internet with blogging okay. she, i think she's like 15. deuce.com that's a pretty good yeah domain yeah. name yeah. yeah okay um she lost her job from blogging like 15 years ago in la and that was how it was kind of brought to the fore that this was a whole uh, movement happening uh-huh. and people uh-huh. were losing their jobs over opinions they put on the internet. And yeah. to lose your job because of your blog now is called being deuced. Oh. There you go. You have to that. check her out. Yeah, she's great. She this was like Times, Time Magazine's like 25th most powerful woman in US media or wow. something a few yeah. years ago. There's probably people out there like shaking their heads like, Dave, how do like you know how, this yeah. What's wrong with Dude. This? Okay. cultural reference point there you okay. go okay anyway so um yeah i started out just writing whenever i felt like it which uh now you know i get a lot of emails week on week you know how do i write how do i post how do i stay inspired yeah. you stick to a schedule you yeah. know writing when you feel like writing is the kiss of death mm-hmm. um but i used to you know just rock up when i felt like i had something to say or i was bored or whatever and as time went on about three years ago, three or four years ago, I committed to a schedule mm-hmm. uh, twice weekly. I used to do it Mondays and Thursdays, and I found I just, with everything else that was developing, I couldn't keep up with that. Mm-hmm. And actually, my traffic increased when I dropped down to just delivering a post on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was because better qualities? Um, better qualities, and I think pe- people were... Um, I feel like my my audience were holding out for that post. Like, shit, she's not just gonna keep it coming. Yeah. This is, you know, more special. Mm. So then they would sign up to my newsletter so they wouldn't miss out. I found that my social media grew because mm. that was when I was indicating when I had posted. Uh-huh. Um, so now it's just on a Monday. Nice. Yeah. I also post on Mondays. That's yeah, I know. like mine's, yeah. That's great. Um, and so what else have you, how long have you been posting consistently? Uh, three or four years now. I think I want to say as a side note that I this is uh, this is like the 26th or 7th show or something like that and I haven't really congratulations thank you Mm -hmm. I haven't really dove into blogging as a complete show and I'm like why I I love it I kind of feel like I'm I really I don't know I just am really enjoying the the blogging conversation I guess I I had it in my mind that it wasn't like significant and again this is my own judgment of my own work right of course um, but I love it, and every and yeah, so single good thing in my every every single good thing in my life came from superlatively rude. Yeah, I am here tell about, now. Tell me more about that. Okay, so um, I kept writing when I had like three readers. Mm-hmm. I kept polishing. I kept showing up. I kept doing the work, knowing that one day I want my income to be fully generated from my blog mm-hmm. um if you go back to like when i was at university and i used to be um news and politics sub editor of the mm-hmm. magazine and like mm-hmm. in my little profile you know what do you want to be mm-hmm. i want to be a professional blogger like i have known that's the aim of the game since nice dot, right and um it took me so long to figure that out i'm so jealous yeah <laughs> you, yeah, well, yeah that's a whole other conversation about i feel so blessed that i figured out pretty early on that i could write and it was what i wanted to do because yeah. i see my friends trying to figure out 
you know, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? And it's such like a source of frustration. And mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. I'm very blessed to have figured that out. Um, but you know, blogging, what the hell? Nobody thinks you can make money off that. That's mm -hmm. a, a hobby. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I kept going, I kept going, I kept writing. And occasionally I'd get like a little email from somebody. Um, oh, I follow your blog. Would you be interested in contributing to this site? And it just kind of snowballed really. I got invited to talk about female sexuality at the uh, University of Oxford. And I have given writing workshops at um, Wales Millennium Center on International Women's Day nice. last year because of the work that I'm putting on my blog. Yeah. From my blog, um, the West Coast producer of Thought Catalog reached out and said, hey, I love what you do. Mm -hmm. Would you consider freelancing for us? And now Thought Catalog is currently my main source of income. Oh, nice. Um, they, they do like little books, right, or something? What are they, how do you yeah, get income through them? Yeah, they do. Because so I, I wrote an article for them once. And it was like a response to some ridiculous article. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you that quickly. Yeah, <laughs> The go. article I wrote is kind of funny. There was an article out there that was posted on Facebook, and I read it, and it was like 33 things women uh, – 33, 33 things men say women need to stop doing immediately. Okay. Stop doing – right. And you're already rolling your eyes because it was that. It was, <laughs> it was a shitty, hate-filled article from a bunch of bitter boyfriends. Okay. Right? And they took it from something whatever they took they think they took it from like reddit, reddit or something, or something. Reddit, yeah okay and and then of course the comments it just battle of the sexes bullshit you know like and then guys just unleashing all their hate and women like all their victimy shit anyways um and so i decided i was like all right you know what and they had a list all these things that were terrible like you know when you don't when you can't parallel park the car or when you can't do this and i was like whatever so i said okay i'm gonna write an article 33 things that women that are really cute and sexy and oh, okay. i took the same 33 things i had the same exact headline and then i just explained why i thought it was cute and sexy okay instead of like the end of the world doomsday you know? <laughs> and it was really funny it was kind of cute and yeah but i actually got some hate from like feminists and stuff people that thought i was being misogynistic and like just oh like, didn't talking like down to women because they didn't like the fact that like Maybe, you know, I, I took her anger to mean she wanted to have sex with me or something. You know, okay. like I was kind of like, I was playing it. And I also wrote the article in like 20 minutes and just sent it in. Okay. I got like a bunch of hits, whatever. So, <laughs> but that's my, that's my experience oh. with Thought Catalog. But tell me how you make money off with income from Thought Catalog. How does that work? Um, so I'm a paid freelancer now mm -hmm. with Thought Catalog. Mm -hmm. um, and I love Thought Catalog. Like, there are, I think they're a top 50 US website. Uh -huh. And I love that their strapline is all thinking is relevant. So a lot of... Um, especially outrage. Especially <laughs> outrage. But isn't that just like the internet again? Yeah, James Altucher calls it outrage porn. Right. Which is oh. so true. Like we have outrage. It's outrage porn. And I know? mean, a lot of the stuff that I write about kind of authenticity and uh, happiness, maybe not so much, but anytime I broach female sexuality, uh -huh. promiscuity, um, consent, anything like that, their yeah. comments explode. Yeah. And that same, yeah. is enlightening. I wrote Good Men Project. I did a couple of those too. And right. It's the same thing. I wrote some things and they were like, this is great. And then I tried to like send a heartfelt thing in and it like got like a thousand hits or something ridiculous. And they were like, all right, um, <laughs> that's not going to work. Why don't you write that uh, like, you know, feisty shit before? And I'm like, <laughs> whatever, you guys. See you later. 
Um, but tell me more about this, seriously. From like, so you they pay you to write what an article a week, or how does that work? Um, right now, I'm writing for them every day. Okay. So I'm writing 20, 20 a month, so every weekday. Yeah. Um, and you're writing like how long an article has it work? Um, pretty much. Again, with Thought Catalog, it's 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 free range. You yeah. know. Um, I actually, when I was at university, as I had my last class with one of my, I studied uh, creative writing. I took a module in journalism. And my last class with the teacher there, she said, so, you know, big things in store, Laura. You've done really well. Like, what, what's the game plan? What are, you, what are you shooting for? Yeah. And I said to her, well, you know, really, I just want to make money from being myself. That's, it's very true. I love that. She laughed <laughs> and wished me luck with that. <laughs> Which I don't know whether that was a reflection on me as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't even think about that. That's pretty really funny, though. Like, yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah. Or, We've um, seen you. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend you. <laughs> I'd recommend someone else. <laughs> exactly. Um, what she probably meant, what I hope she meant, is yeah. that, you know, who makes money from being That's themselves? Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, thought cat from my blog, where I've been so unabashedly myself and that is mm. one deal that i have you know i have to be able to look back on that and say that it was whether i'm absolutely mortified by what a post from last week or last year or whatever whatever emotion that i attach to that as mm -hmm. long as that emotion is underrooted by authenticity mm -hmm. you know yeah. that uh, i can change my mind on anything i want tomorrow yeah but I have to have meant it today. Yeah, you're you coming know? from your truth. In right, that moment. Yeah, right. That's really important. Um, so because I was, you know, demonstrating that on um, on Superlatively Rude, Jamie Varon, who is, I think, actually in America, and you pronounce it Varon, but okay. Jamie Varon, V-A-R-O-N. I like you. I like Varon. That okay. sounds nice. Um, sorry, Jamie. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, she's an uh, editorial advocate. Um, at Thought Catalog and she reached out and said I, I love what you do can you know would you have any interest in doing that kind of stuff for us and it's like I say all thinking is relevant and yeah. so I pretty much work on the basis that if if something is bugging me if something means something to me if I'm struggling with something if I need to unpack something if right. I need the reassurance mm -hmm. about something then other people are going to need it as well because mm -hmm. we're all human. Yeah, and that, you know that's that's the point of it all. So a couple questions about that. Yeah. How long are the articles? Do you have to write? Something oh, sorry, long? that was one like of your original questions, yeah. wasn't it? I yeah. went off on a tangent. That's I okay. do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they can be any length. Okay. Um, my blogs on superlatively rude are always eight hundred words, give or take like five words either way. Always okay. eight hundred. So it comes. How does that work? Like, how would you? That's precise. Um, I believe Why do you do that? I do that because I believe in the creativity of limitation. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. So, eight hundred. So how do you do that more? That's more of the question I want to ask. Because, like, okay, so you have an idea. What if it? What if it turns out less? What if it turns out more? Like, you just edit up or down, or how does that work? Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, for for me, Maybe so at this point, you kind of have a rhythm. That your your body your brain kind of knows exactly, well, and up. that's why because I've trained in superlatively rude is yeah. eight hundred words. Pretty much my thought catalog stuff comes out at about that. Yeah, my best friend is very good at reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, Laura, you know that last piece you wrote? 
806. (laughs) (laughs) You needed to lose like 300 words. It was too long. So I had Mm. overwritten it, which I guess is a kind of a casualty of I'm not dicking around anymore. This is how I make my money. I have to be generating the content. I don't generate the content. I don't Mm -hmm. eat that week, you know? And so that's very much a lesson on maybe back in the day with Superlatively Rude, I could spend a week on a blog post, you know, editing and rearranging and da-da-da. Um, now that writing is my full-time income, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. So it's really teaching me to be less precious um, while still, you know, battling with keeping up those standards that I have for myself. So I, I kind of worry that, my, that I will save my best stuff for my own blog and that, I want, that the stuff I put out I guess I, you know, if I was going to mm-hmm. write every day for Thought Catalog, I'd worry that what I'd put out is like 70% of what I, is like my best. And then I'd save my best stuff for my own blog or that I would, you know, or that I would be so, I'd be writing so much for Thought Catalog that my own blog would suffer. Right. What have you, what's been your experience with that? Um, well, I guess the way that I've divided it in my mind is that superlatively rude is... I, I did this, I felt that, Mm -hmm. this was the resolution, Mm -hmm. this is what's going on with me now in real time. Uh Thought Catalog is more third person um, or second person, you know, you think this, you think that, she said this, he said that, um, which allows me to address uh, broader subjects. Mm -hmm. So I can talk about my own pursuit of happiness on superlatively rude or my own pursuit for wholeness, as I Mm -hmm. prefer to refer Mm -hmm. to it, in very specific things. Um, I'm dealing with it in a broader sense on Thought Catalog, which actually gives me a lot more room to play with. You know, there are a few limits on that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that that... Because that's for me is like similar to like my book versus my blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come from a different place in the book. The book is more of like I sound more like a teacher, and my blog I sound more like a dude. Right. You know? Okay. And that's kind of nice to have that separation. Yeah. Or like even like the difference between a, my a blog post and a Facebook post is different. Yeah. You know, yeah. A Facebook post is definitely much more I. I never do teaching on Facebook. Things. Right. I just come from like my your own Facebook's experience. hilarious. Very thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but that's really interesting. Um, yeah. And so, what are some of the things you do to ensure that you get that writing done? Like, how do you, how do you keep up with that? What are some of the things you've learned, and how long have you been at that with the full time? Right. Well, I suppose it's pertinent to say at this point that in addition to those things, I'm also writing a book. Yeah. Um, and I also have a side project called Ask the Question. Tell which, me about all that. Yeah. Um, Real quick, uh, Ask the Question is a subscription service that I have through the blog. Mm-hmm. So it was very much my intention this year to start monetizing the blog. I love Superlatively Rude. I love connecting with my audience that way. I have a really engaged readership. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels very intimate and very true and very real. And just if that was the only thing to come out of blogging, then that's enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to monetize the website, so I'll be running ads later this year, and then I have this subscription service called mm-hmm. Ask the Question, and it's based around the idea that because I very openly chronicle my own narrative on Superlatively Rude, I get a lot of readers emailing in saying, what's the answer? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't got the answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the answer is. Um, but, you know, somebody tells you something often enough, you kind of get to a point where you think, should I be paying attention to this? If so many people think 
I know how to be happier or healthier or braver or bolder. Mm. Do I know those things? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't. Right. I'm not an expert on anything mm-hmm. except for asking the question. So I don't have the answers, but I'm not afraid. I don't shy away from asking the questions mm-hmm. that will make me maybe take me closer to my truth. So that inspires people to ask you the question. So I share with my readers uh, the question that I'm asking myself that Uh week. I break it down. So for example, um, the most recent Ask the Question Blast, people pay a pound a week for this. Yeah. On a three monthly um, like subscription service. Um, yesterday, I just had one go out about feelings, how we shouldn't chase the thing. We should chase how we think we'll feel when we get the thing. Uh-huh. And I very much broke down my process for figuring this out, for identifying my own feelings that I'm chasing. Uh-huh. Then I invited um, my subscribers to email me back and, and share what feelings they're chasing, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so I'm generating content for that, for Ask the Question, for Thought Catalog, for Superlatively Rude. And Ask the Question is an email per week? Yeah. And do you have like a Facebook group too, maybe or something? Or? No, not yet. Um, I just launched Ask the Question at the beginning of February, so it's really early days. Yeah. And um, I knew if I tried to make a huge project out of it, I just wouldn't get started. Yeah. So the main thing for me was getting started. Um, Are you pretty happy with how it's going so far? I am absolutely over the moon with how it's going. Awesome. I, I could not, you know, I could not be more pleased. Um, and the great thing is, it will only grow and grow and grow, right? Totally. Um, so I've totally lost my trail of thought now. Yeah. So you have it? all these different projects, and you're writing a book at the same time. And I'm writing a book at the same time. And, and, and I the have big a big question in my mind: Is how, how are you doing all this? How? 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 Like, um, what drugs are you taking? Or how is that, <laughs> you know. Um, couple of things I very quickly identified that there are things that make me money and there are things that are important to my soul mm-hmm. my book is important to my soul mm-hmm. so that comes first yeah every day that's when you see the fire coming off the keyboard in the morning when I'm sat in the corner I'm writing 2,000 words on my book yeah Nothing else happens until I've done that. No Facebook, no Twitter, no newsletters, no, oh, I'll just answer this email. None of that. Nice. So whatever happens in the rest of the day, I've satiated my own need to, to tell that narrative. Nice. Um, and then, uh, so that's always the first part of my morning, like 9 till 12. And then I'll go get lunch somewhere, and that's like the, the second third of my day. And then I have the third third. The second third is when I'll create either a blog post or the stuff for Thought Catalog. Mm-hmm. And in the final third of my day, that's when I'll do newsletters, emails, stuff that I don't need to be as uh, engaged in that creative part of my brain. It's more logical. The logical stuff you know, stays to last. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's yeah. very awesome. I have to be super strict with myself. And when I'm not, you do not want to be around me. And that is pretty much, it feels, the motivation comes from, it feels worse to not do it than to mm-hmm. just shut up and get on with it. Yeah. Because when I've not done it, I'm, I'm insufferable. I'm unbearable because I've not satiated that hunger within myself that, you know, I have to write the book. Yeah, that's really important. I love that. I actually... For whatever reason, I thought you were going to say that you take you, you bang out the things that are essential. Like, well, not, when I say essential, but you bang out like the thought catalog article first. Which did you used to do that, or was that just like? I mean, that sounds like a terrible idea now, but I'm just like, 
that's what almost popped up in my head when you, when you right were. I think I mean I was so excited to to um, to get involved with thought catalog that certainly I've only been writing for them since the tail end of last year mm-hmm. so it, you know I'm still figuring it out I'm like four or five months in yeah. um, but certainly in the first instance I was just so thrilled to be involved and wanted to do my best work and make a good impression yeah, and yeah. you know that yeah absolutely I think in November December last year I didn't work on the book at all mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's the new year and you kind of have to assess, you know, what you're really chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I look at it is that Thought Catalog is just a really exciting way to generate an audience for the book so that will like one day be published. You're following you know? on Thought Catalog. How has that been, like the following on Thought Catalog? People getting to know you, maybe traveling back to your own blog. Do you notice a lot of that? What are you noticing? Um, I think because um, social in particular is embedded in Thought Catalog. So like you can follow me on Twitter without leaving the Thought Catalog site. Oh, nice. Um, My social is just growing and growing and growing from that. Um, And because of that, because people are following me on Twitter, when I'm then, um, there are a couple of ways that I use Twitter. I think all social... um, all social mediums are obviously very different. Uh-huh. Twitter is very much like me goofing off, but also I'm linking to other people who I think are great. I'm like, hey, if you love my writing, you should read this article, read this article, read this article, so mm-hmm. that I become a useful person to, to follow, you yeah. know? So yeah. then I'm telling you about all these amazing places when I tell you about my amazing place. Yeah. You trust me, because yeah. I've already given you amazing recommendations, right? right? So I'm seeing that, yeah, my uh, I was actually looking the difference between my blog traffic of uh, last January and this January, uh, it tripled. Nice. Yeah. So I'm That's now awesome. at like 30, 35,000 hits a month. Nice, like uniques or like hits? Yeah. Yeah, hits, like visitors, I guess. Yeah. And the difference between like unique visitors and don't they say that now? I don't it, that's always confused me. Like I guess there's like it's like cool to say like I have, you know, x amount of uniques a month, and a unique is a unique oh rather visitor. than me like rather than going like, on my own website thirty thousand times. <laughs> well, I, don't, I think actually WordPress doesn't count that anyways. Okay. But I think it's like if somebody goes on your website and they clicks on something else, that would count as two hits, versus that would only show up as one in a in a in a I can you count so, uniques. Oh right. Unique visitors. Okay. So like if you visited the blog, if you went to the blog and clicked on three different sites, three different pages in one visit, it wouldn't only count as one. Right. Yeah. That's Wouldn't all traffic be tallied that way? Yeah. Well, I think WordPress has two different metrics. They okay. Have I'm on Blogger. Uniques. Oh, Blogger. unpopular. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hear the judgment. <laughs> blogger. Wow. Uh, okay. I don't know how Blogger does it. Maybe maybe Blogger only counts uniques, and maybe that's why people talk about it in terms of uniques. Okay. But uh, anyways. Cool. I'll go check that out. Um, so that's awesome that that's increased that. And yeah. um, do you find, I guess I would also say another judgment I have is like thought catalog people are like, um, I don't know, their audience is like, I shouldn't say this, maybe I'll end up writing more for them, but um, you know, it's it, it's like it's like elite daily. You know, when I see like that shit, it's like, oh God, this is like just, it's just like outrage, it's like outrage porn or it's like, you know, right. it's like this, but I, but I guess what you're saying is true is that every thought is okay. The thought catalog. All thinking is relevant. Well, whatever, you know. that was the, the great thing about Jamie reaching out to me. Uh-huh. Um, she is doing great things. Um, not just, you know, 
10 things that you're doing wrong in the bedroom yeah, for right, him or whatever. Right, right, that kind of um, by what Jamie was writing, that actually gave me a huge amount of permission to be m be more authentically me and tell the stories that I wanted to tell and as she, well. She writes a lot too, saying that she's an yeah. editor, right? But she writes a yeah, lot. She's, yeah. yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so she recently had an article called This Is How We Date Now that went viral that was really this thought... This is how we date now. There right. you go. Oh, he's singing. He's singing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's singing. He's singing. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, yeah, she had an article called This Is How We Date Now and it went viral that I had friends like posting on my Facebook wall and in conversations saying, oh, you would really love this piece. You know, nice. you should check it out. Thought-provoking thought and complex. And there's a whole um, school of writers from Thought Catalog who are doing amazing things. Ella Saron, um, who now does social media at um, New York Magazine's The Cut and Chelsea Fagan, who just launched The Financial Diet. There are smart nice. women out men? there who there are the men <laughs> as well but these women in particular that yeah. i am following um have have really uh, contributed to a platform that that i feel that i'm doing something worthwhile mm -hmm. um and yeah you know i think there are always there's always going to be room for the 10 things you do in a piss him off stuff yeah well it's like you as, said like as long as it comes know? from authenticity like if it's right. you know if you're if you're writing an article oh uh, a list would be good then that's okay you know yeah um has okay so tell me also about the how has writing articles every day has it has your opinion article writing muscle gotten bigger do you really do you feel like that's i mean it's only been going for two two months now but I'm imagining myself. I'm like, wow, that's a that's a lot of. I'm really pumping out a lot more content than before. So has that muscle grown at all for you? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it has to have done, right? Um, I but guess. Is it any easier to do it now than it was a month ago? I mean, it's, you haven't been out of that long, so maybe. Right. I it. mean, easy. Easy probably isn't. Uh, I don't like easy. Okay. Is it any? different <laughs> is it <laughs> like i don't like your word choice mister um no i was just trying to think of a word that might replace replace that i think it maybe um, like an english word like uh, cheeky or something <laughs> british word um it it definitely has become a simpler process in my mind it's definitely demystified writing uh -huh. that it isn't this this thing that the others do yeah. i'm doing it now i'm creating i'm blasting the content out there yeah um you don't have to be special or magical or unique to write and i think probably the biggest takeaway is my ego has just had to totally go to one side and producing all of this stuff has really made me realize okay it's my job to write it it's not my job to decide what other people are going to think about it right nice and when i put that aside i i find that it, it flows more freely uh -huh. you know uh-huh do you where do you go for content or do you like do you have anywhere that you like, do you maybe read other articles on thought catalog do you get inspired on what to write about since you're writing a lot right like where do right. you you know that would be my other thought for myself um i think i have i've been keeping it's it's not a journal that's the wrong word a notebook mm -hmm. keeping notebooks moleskin notebooks in one way shape or form for years and years um where i just you know jot down stuff that I found interesting or, or thoughts. Um, whenever I read, I always read with a pencil. I'm underlining, I'm folding over pages. Mm -hmm. I'm 
um, I'm an active reader, no yeah. matter what medium, yeah. you know, that those words are coming to me. Um, and I guess for as long as I'm an active reader, stuff's being filed away sometimes consciously, but more often than not, it, it, it's not conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it can just be a word or phrase in somebody else's writing where I go, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that I'm going to write an article on that. You know, yeah. I had an email from a girlfriend last night, and she was talking about uh, looking for love, and so standing in the room of love, waiting in the room of love mm-hmm. for it to come. And I'm like, that is such a beautiful turn of phrase and such yeah. a beautiful thing to say. Let me unpack that. It's like a suitcase that you get to yeah. unpack. The opposite. I think it was actually, uh, I feel like it was Sylvia Plath that said, poetry is the expert packing of suitcases. What I'm doing is the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's throw the clothes everywhere. <laughs> let's explore with words. Yeah, yeah, let's see where this takes us. Because yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say until I've said it. Yeah. You know, I write to see what I will say. I think Flannery yeah. O'Connor said that. That's totally. very much how I work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you write and have articles like in the archive in advance? Like, or not archive, but in the queue? Like, do you, or do you just go every day and have something new? Um, I just send a bunch to, so Jamie publishes for me. I send a bunch to her at a time. Yeah. Uh, which like is. Like, right now, do you have like five that if you just stopped writing would continue or do you like yeah like if i got hit by a motorbike when right. i stepped out of hubert right. right now what would happen yeah. um e- yeah so i have a girlfriend coming to visit me here in bali next week and i yeah. want my 20 articles for the month to to be written so by wednesday yeah. jamie will have all 20 even though it's only the middle of the month and that's nice too because that 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 really like opens oh. up some space yeah and then you go i imagine as much as you seem totally like a pro at it that's mm-hmm. still, hey, that's a burden. Like that's, you know, it, five articles a week is, you know, It frees up space for active rest. Yeah. It frees up the space where I can be like, okay, I'm going to go to the pool this afternoon or I'm going to go to the beach for two days or I'm just going to take myself out for dinner and not feel guilt that I should be dot, 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 you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but mostly it frees up time to, to focus a little bit more on the book. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, so rad I'm my head is filled with questions and I love that because Yay. it reminds me why I like the show because it's completely selfish for me <laughs> <laughs> to learn and unpack but yeah, I was like why don't I just have the conversations and record them and then put them on a podcast but, <laughs> but yeah um, that's awesome thank you okay what now that I've been completely selfish what if I were just going to ask you what do you want to what do you want to say about writing what would you what would you say like what is writing meant to you? Or what do you want to say about it? I mean, I th- uh, for me, writing is political. Very much so in that for so long, you know, I'm a, I'm a young-ish woman. Uh, we didn't have a voice for That'd a really... That'd be a good article, youngish woman. Youngish. Or something, maybe youngish, but youngishwoman.com. <laughs> Not getting any younger. <laughs> um, no, you know, I'm, I'm this young woman, and I'm telling my story, and I think, you know, for a long time, we weren't able to, to do that for, for, for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, even down to the fact that, you know, what, in Hollywood today in 2015 the speaking parts of women in films are like 30 percent compared to 70 percent of the airtime that men on film get in really? hollywood you know yeah there's a uh, i mean 22.2 percent of all statistics are made up on the spot 
etc. Right. But um, so, yeah, it's so something like that. Basically, like. men get more airtime. Yeah. Um, and I'm not anti-men. I'm just like, yay, yeah. humans. Yeah. Um, that now I, I get this narrative and I encourage anybody to explore their own narrative yeah. and, and tell their story. And um, for me, writing has just been this huge portal to to empowerment for me, for other people, for for so much. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your fears as a writer? How long have you got? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> uh, two minutes. Uh, right. Okay. Well, what I mean, are my fears as now. a as a writer? I mean, like the, there are, there are the practical fears that I'm going to hit publish on this and it's just going to yeah flop, you yeah. know. But then, so what? I've got another 19 articles I have to write this week, and you know, x amount of blog posts, and so just keep going. Do you, do your does your family read your stuff? Has that ever been a problem? Uh, what you mean, like having to censor myself for my family? Well, um, I'm I'm guessing you don't do that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if if you did write something, you know, that might offend them. I mean, I'm just thinking of my own parents. Right. Has that ever? Have you ever bumped up against that in a way that's um, uncomfortable? No. Uh, once upon a time, I just took this down off my site actually, but I had an ebook called "I'm Fat and Still Get Laid," nice. um, which I don't believe my father read. Yeah. Um, I, that wasn't a conversation we ever had, but yeah, you know. Um, Why did you take it down? Because I'm about to launch a new ebook on my site, and so that one had just run its course, and it might reappear at a later date. But for you wouldn't want to have two at the same time, or how's that? Um. It was two years old, and I think um, some of the opinions that I explored in that maybe weren't as pertinent or relevant to my life now, mm -hmm. um, because I reserve the right to change my mind, exactly mm -hmm. as I said. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt like that wasn't something that I wanted people, you know, I was getting all of this new traffic to my site, but I felt like that ebook wasn't representative of my best work. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to deliver a project that is. What's the new ebook about, and when's it coming out? Uh, the new ebook should go. Oh, this is a bit of a sneak preview. I haven't told yeah, anybody this yet. Well, this will be published in about three weeks. So okay. Well, um, for anybody that follows me, they'll know that I do a YouTube series called Superlatively Wonderful, oh. with a blogger called Wonderful You, which again tells stories about being human, and, and we address that none of us are screwing up. So all power to us. Yeah. I'm working with Megan on an ebook called Owning It. It's a friendly poke in the direction of your best life. Nice. And it just, it, it comes from the, the emails and comments and tweets and messages that we get from people saying, we see what you do, how do we do it too? Uh -huh. So we'll be exploring friendship and money and sex and relationships, which are two different things. Yeah. Um, and just that sense of self. Again, just another tool for, for empowerment. Yeah. And when does that come out? Uh, that should be released late April, early May. Okay. So watch this space. Cool. Yeah. Space. Sign up to my newsletter on the blog, nice. tinyletter.com forward slash superlatively rude, and then people can, you know, know about it first. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. And does Thought, Thought Catalog does like little mini ebooks too, right? Yeah, you ever they about do. Working with them, how does that work? Um, yeah, it's very much in the in the back of my mind. Um, but they, for now, I, you know. My plate's kind of full. And and that is one thing that, that I will say as a writer and a human, figuring out when your plate is full. There's mm -hmm. so much you can do, so much, mm -hmm. you know, I could have 20 different projects going on, but I don't want 20 different projects. I yeah. want the four that I've got 
Yeah. And when one of those reaches completion, then something else. But yeah, I love what Thought Catalog are doing with their eBooks. Um, and uh, yeah, just it makes I like it because it's you know they're they're selling people writing like they're not you know it's. I just feel like I, I like to see them making money that way versus the millions of other ways you can make money on a website. Right. It just feels good. Yeah. You know? If yeah. They're selling people more of what they already like. Yes. You know? Yes. Which I like. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Um, I would agree with that. Nice. Well, uh, last question here. Okay. So, um, you, if you could write a note to yourself from the past, so you could give it to yourself at any point in your past. And it was something about about writing and the writing process that you've learned that you'd want to share with your former self. You could slip a note back through the fabric of time. What would you say and when would you send it to yourself? It's a good question. Thank you. I've been crafting it over the course of all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would tell my younger writer self to just do it, to keep putting one foot in front of the other. There are so many times where you feel discouraged. You know, what do they say? The road to success is littered with corpses and they're all suicides. It's the people that make it are the people that don't give up. Uh-huh. And I've not by any stretch of the imagination made it. You know, I'm, I'm first, long of the, first rung of the ladder right now. Yeah. But I see the tenacity that it takes to make what you love your life. And it would have been so easy to be you know, detached from that. Uh-huh. So, um, and you know, I did give up blogging for a little while. When I first moved to Rome to run a children's language school, I didn't think that I could blog and be a teacher at the same time. So I stopped blogging and um, no, I should never have done that. Yeah. You know, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. If the need to create is there, create. Nice. Thank you so much for Yay. all this. I very much enjoyed this and also I got a lot out of it myself um, we're going to be talking more later about about, <laughs> about <laughs> blog stuff um, and the minutiae of my blogging world right but um, yeah it's really inspiring and I really appreciate you and Great. Uh, thank you so much for having me yeah thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did if you want to hear another one that I think you would like if you enjoyed this one episode 20 with Molly King is really fantastic Molly is just another one of those women who really shares herself fully and vulnerably and inspires a lot of people. So go to darkenthepage.com slash 020 or just scroll down and find it on iTunes for that one. And make sure you're sending me any uh, comments, questions at darkenthepage at gmail.com. And if you really enjoy the show, we would so appreciate it if you left a rating and review on iTunes and told your friends about us. So that's the show. Now go make good art.